0: A message of Christ's love from Mission Bay Community Church. Today's scripture comes from the book of Matthews, chapter 17, 1 through 9. The scripture will appear on the screen, or there are Bibles in the pews. Hear now the word that God has prepared for you. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James, and his brother John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him. Then Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will make three dwellings here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, suddenly a bright cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud a voice said, This is my son, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell to the ground and were overcome by fear. But Jesus came and touched them saying, get up and do not be afraid. And when they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus ordered them, tell no one about the vision until the son of man has been raised from the dead. The word of the Lord. Will you join me in prayer? Loving God, out of the clouds and shadows you come, calling out, Beloved, open our minds, open our hearts to the words that you have prepared for us this day, in this place. Amen. Dear Beloveds, This is an epic love story unfolding on this high mountain. Some say it's about the journey up. Some say it's about letting our guards down, about exposing our internal organs to the ways that the winds move. Some talk about journeying into the unknown, about staying in a place and becoming part of the light. Others say it's a story about how we come together, about the legacies of our ancestors and histories and the hopes that we carry forward. For some, it's about knowing the divine that's within, about not letting the world forget how beloved We all are. Some say the disciples were afraid because they did not understand or they did not know how to let go of expectations. Some say they were afraid and clung to what they knew and what they saw because they were falling in love for the first time or all over again or because they felt God alive inside of them. The whole world breathing now from one lung. Some say the disciples were afraid and Jesus held them because he remembered his baptism, the journey into the wilderness and the ways that the divine mystery opened up inside of him. Because Jesus felt himself as a part of everything and in the desire for dwelling In the cry of the disciples to stay and build a home, Jesus heard the world's cry to behold God's face. This is a love story, surrounded by fog and mist. Eyes open wide, the sweet embrace of God who says, My beloved, I am well pleased and then the calling out, the going forth, the descending from the high mountain into the wilderness. These are transfigured bodies as love letters from God. Some say it's about the journey up. Some say it's about letting our guards down. Some talk about journeying into the unknown about staying in a place and becoming part of the light. Dear Beloveds, do you remember two months ago when we started on this seasonal journey of Epiphany together? I shared with you some stories about my time walking El Camino de Santiago the ancient Christian pilgrimage that follows the story of St. James across northern Spain, and how all of us walking expressed in one way or another this desire for an epiphany, for some lightning bolt experience that would reveal the depth of something that had previously been unknown to us. And while there were moments that were radiant, and surprisingly, Revealing, rarely were they as direct as a lightning bolt or a voice from the sky calling out. I shared with you that the epiphanies I experienced on the way were subtle, often rooted in my feelings of vulnerability and the power of all of our chosen vulnerability to be something of the breath of God that in each moment the possibility of connectedness was and is being revealed. It took me almost 40 days to walk El Camino. And as I walked, I continually reminded myself that it's not about the destination. It's not about reaching the Cathedral of Santiago. It's about the journey. And every day as my body went through the trials, I thought, If I don't make it to Santiago, am I, like, actually going to be okay with this? And as Santiago got closer and closer, I became more eager. I wanted so much to walk into that city feeling strong, with this sense of accomplishment, and to celebrate that I had made it, that I had reached this goal. The day that I walked into Santiago, it was raining, and I was sick because it had been raining for days on end. And the city was gray, and the arrows that had been marking the pilgrims' way for 500 miles now seemed hard to find in the midst of the city streets and the tourists and people trying to sell things to pilgrims. I had intentionally not looked up pictures of the cathedral before I went. So when I was finally standing in front of it, I didn't even realize it, because this mystical, sacred cathedral that I had been walking towards in my heart, in actuality, to me, looked much more like a military fortress or some jail. (laughs) And I was sitting in a pew inside looking up at all of these ornate gold angels and this statue of St. James as a soldier wielding a sword over the communion altar, and I thought, did I really walk 500 miles for this? Did I walk 500 miles across a foreign country to sit in front of another image of a Christian conqueror? The disciple James that I had been walking with was this James, this fisherman, who had dropped his nets to follow Jesus, who was on the mountain with Jesus when he was transfigured and later in his faith would write about the importance of faith and work together. This sword-wielding James was challenging to me, to say the least. And as I stared at this statue of St. James, Something happened. The place started to transfigure, and I started to transfigure. After some moments, I noticed human arms coming from behind the statue, hugging it. A few seconds would pass, and then another set of arms would wrap around his chest. All I could see from where I was sitting were pilgrim arms, hugging, and suddenly it seemed so precious, so intimate. I found the line of pilgrims gathered at the side of the altar and I went up to hug him, laughing a little because his metal armor was clinking against me as I was praying Psalm sixty-three: 63, oh O God, you are my God, for you I long. And as I came down from the altar, placing my feet on the ancient stone steps, my reason for walking 500 miles was revealed. There in each solid stone step were smooth grooves from hundreds of years by countless feet of pilgrims who had all come searching for epiphanies. Some say it's about the journey up. Some say it's about letting our guards down. Some talk about journeying into the unknown, about staying in a place and becoming part of the light. Dear Beloveds, Four years ago when I first came to Mission Bay to serve as your minister in training I could not have imagined being here now as your pastor during these first few months of transition to come now to this place where our journeys take different paths I am glad to have been here it is good for us to be here together. It is good to hold a place, to feel the warmth of a place, a community in our hearts, hoping for its growth and well-being. And you are dwelling within me. You have become part of the structure of my heart. I think it's okay to want to make special dwelling places. God is doing it all the time, making organs that are covered in tissues and pores, small dwellings for the spirit to move. And that's the thing about dwellings that maybe we forget sometimes, that dwelling is a residing in, a breathing out, a living moving, God-thing. Maybe that's what it means to dwell together, to not lock ourselves into a way, a relationship, a leader, or a place, but to watch as the dwellings expand, becoming such as no one on the earth could even imagine. Dear Beloveds, You look dazzling, verging on transfiguration. There is an epic love story unfolding in this place. In November, when we started in on this pastoral transition together, this journey up and into the unknown, another shift was underway. I watched as this community shook following the presidential election, the inauguration, and the onslaught of oppressive executive orders. I heard you ask for the first time, what would it mean to be an activist church? You started dreaming aloud in new ways. Can we still find ways to be a sanctuary community? even if we don't own the building? Who are our neighbors and what does sustainability look like in this larger community? Wouldn't it be amazing if we could have a community garden? How can our prayer life nourish us for the days ahead? You asked these questions and dreamed these dreams over meals together in prayer and study groups, in marches in the streets, at the airport, and to City Hall. (laughs) An outpouring of creativity lives in this community. All of these questions, visions, dreams of love and justice, they dwell here, in all of you, and are some of your Transfiguration love letters. What will you do with them, and how will you help the world shine and be transfigured? When you find yourself at what might be an ending, or might be a beginning, whose unexpected arms will you notice are reaching out in an embrace? And how will the footprints of your pilgrim ancestors guide you on? From a cloud, a voice said this is my beloved with whom I am well pleased and then the journey down the mountain the dwellings not a fixed place but a moving living breathing God thing some say it's about the journey up some say it's about letting our guards down. Some say, some talk about journeying into the unknown, about staying in a place and becoming part of the light. Buen Camino, beloveds. Amen. For more information about our church and opportunity to give to our ministry, visit our website, missionbaycc.org.